This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. Welcome to Inside the Jungle, your favorite podcast for Auburn basketball. I am your co-host, Chandler Fullman, and I am joined alongside with my other co-host, Jace Phillips. Jace, um, Auburn basketball on a four-game winning streak. How's life going? Uh, it's going pretty good. I, I can't complain, and the fact that my my Tigers are getting to go, and uh, you know, it really doesn't make things much worse. Yes, I 100% agree, and um, we we got to rack up these wins early on. I um, agree because the the latter part of our conference schedule is not pretty. Um, as in, we play Tennessee, play Alabama twice. Do we do we have Tennessee twice or? I don't. I believe I so. Yes, we got Tennessee twice. We got Alabama twice. We got Kentucky on the road at Rupp. I mean, which I mean, according to South Carolina, that's not a hard game at all. That's right. But um, the the latter part of the SEC schedule um, is not is not pretty or um, is is more difficult. So we we need every win that we can get early on. Definitely. So it was nice to get uh, two wins last week, and then. When last night, as we are recording this on Thursday, um, so we beat LSU last night. But um, let's begin by talking about the Auburn Ole Miss game. Jace, you want to lead us off with that? Yeah. I think that the Ole Miss game was one of the most composed we've been on the road all season. Um, once we got that 8-10 to 10 point cushion in the second half, we really just Never gave Ole Miss a chance to really get back in the game. You know, they might hit a shot to cut it to eight, and then we'd cut it right back to to 10 or 11. So, felt like we did a really good job at controlling the game. Um, Wendell Green, I mean, 23 points, um, 11 for 11 from the free throw line. I believe even going into the LSU game, Wendell um, had made like 23 free throws in a row or something like that. Yeah, did he make all of his last night? I believe he might have, so I believe the the streak is continuing. Let's see. Um, I'm looking up Wendell's free throws right now, and it appears that he went three of three last night. So he is on at least a 22-23. I think it's 23. Uh, made free throw streak. So what a streak um, from Wendell. But yeah, that Ole Miss game, Auburn seemed to to be composed and looked uh they looked very good um looked a lot like uh the arkansas game uh when we 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 played arkansas at home um on january 7th and then uh three days later we traveled to oxford um to to take on Ole miss and um we didn't look much different we still look very solid um we and surprisingly these last three games i've been I mean, pretty impressed with how we have shot the ball. Agreed. Um, we we have shot the ball way better um, in these last three. Uh, against Ole Miss, we were 49% from the field, uh, 30 of 61. And um, we also out-rebounded. That was, that was a big thing. We out-rebounded Ole Miss 38 to 28. Credits to Janai Broom with 11 rebounds that game. And another stat that – really jumped off at the paper um, to me was that shooting 82% from the free throw line. That is something that we have not done a ton of games this year. 
Yeah, I agree with that. And um, another thing that pops out at me um, about this is Alan Flanagan. Um, he's really gotten, really started uh, going these last three or four games um, that we have seen. And uh, against Ole Miss, he had 15 points and five rebounds, six of 12 from the field, one of three from three, and he played 34 minutes. So he he played the he played the majority of the minutes. Yeah, he actually, Alan Flanagan coming off the bench was the leading minute guy for Auburn against um, Ole Miss. So Alan Flanagan is seeing the floor a lot, and, I mean, a large part of that is due to Chris Moore being out. But either way, Alan Flanagan is stepping up when he needs to be – when he's called upon, and that's been huge. Yep, and the four guys – Janai Broom, Jalen Williams, Wendell Green, and Alan Flanagan, all in double-digit scoring. If those four guys can get to where they're all four showing up to play every game, Auburn is a team that can compete with anybody in the country. Yeah, I, I would agree with that, and um, I would second that. But moving on to the Mississippi State game, Auburn won that game 69-63, to and... I don't know. It just it felt like more than that, um, in my opinion. Auburn was ahead. We didn't uh, shoot the ball great. Yeah, Auburn was ahead pretty much, I think, the entire or yeah, most, the, yeah pretty most much the, game, the entire yeah. game. We got up by like 10 or 12 in the first half, and then we kind of slowed down, and Mississippi State kind of caught up and – Kind of gave us a scare there for the yeah. for a little bit of the second half. Yeah, we didn't play very well in the second half. Got outscored. Um, the stat that was most disappointing to me was the fact getting out rebounded um, by a team that I feel like we should have out rebounded. Um, didn't rebound. Didn't rebound the ball real well. Didn't necessarily uh, shoot the ball the best, but we we did still shoot a pretty good percentage from three point. Uh, going 44% and 77% from the free throw line. Um, so we still shot the ball pretty well. Something that I'm just now noticing is that we shot 13 free throws. Mississippi State shot 28. Yeah. So when you think about that stat and you think about the fact that they shot, you know, more than double the free throws, um, th- then I guess it does look a lot better. Yeah, I would agree with that. And like I said, Auburn – it was, it was kind of a weird game um, because most of the time I feel like this season, Auburn has kind of not been the best in the first half and then excelled in the second half. Um, but this game, it was kind of opposite. They kind of did very well in the first half and then kind of, I, I'm not going to say played bad, but was didn't look the best during the second half. So kind of the opposite Um of what we have seen, but winning only by six, um, I think is, is not, not, I'm not, I don't know how to word this, but not a great accomplishment because look at Mississippi state's three point, uh, shooting. They went zero of 18. So if they would have just made two or three of those, they would have beat us. Yep. And going two of 18 or three of 18 is not a good percentage. But it's better than zero of eighteen. So, right. um, Mississippi State 
could not hit they couldn't hit a bear in the butt with a base fiddle. <laughs> I mean, it was ridiculous. Uh their three point shooting was atrocious. But I mean you've also got to credit our defense. Jalen Williams, twenty one points. And Jalen Williams is a guy who has really turned it on as of late, especially these last couple games. Um Wendell Green, he kinda had a slow start, but he got going towards the, towards the end of the game, ended with 17 points. I think he got fouled there uh, towards the end and uh, got lots of points from free throws. Um, Leor Berman, um, he only had one three, but stepping up and playing 13 minutes for us. I mean, that's a, that is a really big deal um, to, to see what, you know, coming to Auburn as a walk-on and now he's, He's getting that kind of playing time. I I just really love to see that and see his hard work pay off. Um, Flanagan, another double-digit scoring game with 10 points um, and, and seven rebounds. I believe that he was our leading rebounder against Mississippi State, which was huge um, because our, our bigs didn't really rebound the best. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was big. Um, but overall, I would say it was a solid win for Auburn. Um, cause Mississippi, Mississippi State is not a bad basketball team. Um, they are, they are a solid basketball team. Um, and to get any, any win in conference, um, is a big win. Is a big win. Yep. So that put us at three and one, um, in the SEC. And as we traveled down to Baton Rouge, um, on Wednesday night, four, and, um, four and one. Oh, it put us at four and one. Okay, so uh, B- Baton Rouge made us five and one. So, but anyways, moving on to the Baton Rouge game, we traveled down uh, to play at LSU, and at LSU is um, is usually a a difficult game, um, but the the PMAC was not was not rocking near like I thought it would be. But a lot of that is probably attributed to Auburn's success. Um, I really don't. Did Auburn ever? Uh, did Auburn ever lose the lead in that game? Because I think Auburn led from start to finish. I think you may be right. Um, I know they. I think we started out with a three, made it three to zero. Yeah, with Zep. And yeah, with Zep. And then I don't think we ever lost the lead. Um, so. so Auburn ended up winning sixty-seven to forty-nine. And um, it was it was a pretty even or equal scoring output um, from the Tigers with Jalen Williams having 14, Wendell Green having 14. And that was only two in double digits. But then you also have uh, Alan Flanagan with eight, Katie Johnson with eight, and the white magic, Leor Berman with eight points off of the bench, 17 minutes played, eight points. Um, I'll tell you what, Leor is stepping up with Chris Moore being out and Leor is playing some good quality minutes and playing some really good basketball. He sure is. Se- 17 minutes last night. And like, like you just said, eight points scored. I mean, if we can get that kind of production from Leor, I mean, that gives this team a really big boost. Yeah, I was, I looked out there at one point last night and I was like, is that Leor Berman or is that Larry Bird? Um, I wasn't sure which one it was playing for the Tigers, but Leor has definitely stepped up and, and showed out. But I can't fail to mention um, 
how good, how, I mean, how awesome was Auburn's defense last night? Oh, it was, um, it was that, it was very good. And that's, that's one thing that I, you know, was almost just as big of a win as the fact that we, you know, obviously had more points was that that was probably the best game we played defensively, probably in all of conference play. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, and two, two th- funny things that kind of stood out to me. One of them was a pretty good thing. Yoan Traor um, didn't have, I mean, he didn't have much output scoring-wise, didn't do much looking at the stat line, only had two points. But in my opinion, he looked a little more comfortable out there on the court last night. He did. And I I was so glad to finally see him, um, just to see him score. I mean, it's something Mm -hmm. so small as just seeing that ball go in the basket. That's something that can really get a player going. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And um, another, uh, the the funny thing that I want to point out that I think a lot of Auburn fans just nearly, I mean, I started crying when I saw it, was Dylan Cardwell shooting a three. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> golly, that's, I mean, that's one of the ugliest shots I've ever seen. The guy's confident. What can you say? Yeah, that's so, true. Uh, but yeah, Dylan Cardwell, um he had four points, seven rebounds, um, and he he's becoming a uh, I'm not going to say a main player, but he's becoming a main contributor as well. Yeah, um, and, and an important player, especially when Janai gets in foul trouble. Yeah, because he seems to always have six, seven, eight rebounds, um, no matter no matter the night. So uh, he has been rather impressive. Um, KJ Williams for LSU. Um, has been was or was very impressive last night. Um, he had sixteen points, seven of fifteen from the field, and the the six ten senior um, was quite impressive. And I don't remember him. Uh, I don't remember him last from last year. Um, do you, Jace? KJ Jefferson. KJ Williams. Sorry, KJ Williams. He actually transferred from Murray State. Um, and they they did mention during the game last night, they talked about how last time him and Janai Broom went against each other, I believe Janai Moorhead had 34 points. Hmm. Um, and so credit, credit to him. I feel like they really did good at, at defending Janai uh, last night, but um, I'm, I'm glad we were able to at least contain, contain him a little bit. Yeah, I think LSU had two uh, Murray State transfers. Um, if I'm not correct, with the uh, with the other being uh, T, I want to say TJ Ward um, or Tyrell Ward. I'm sorry. Yeah. And the and Mil, I believe Miller. Uh, can't think of his first name, but uh, Miller from LSU transfer from Illinois. Um, yeah. He he's become one of their really really good uh, shooters and scorers. Yeah. Um, yeah, LSU's got a very new roster, um, and um, hopefully now they're not a cheating roster. Um, <laughs> shout out Will Wade, um, but I think uh, I think Matt, what is it, Matt McMahon? Um, yeah. I think he is. I think he's going to get LSU going. Um, I think so. Too. He, he did a great job at Murray State, and I think he'll eventually do a do a good job at LSU. Um, you know, it's just, it takes time to get your players and your system going. I mean, it took Bruce 
what three or four years to get to get his players and get his system going before he saw success. So um, I think I think Matt McMahon will be successful um, over time, and I'm looking forward to seeing him uh, at LSU, other rather than Will Wade, cheat, <laughs> cheater. Um, looking at Auburn's upcoming schedule, uh, what stands out to you, Jace? Um, I think that A and M game. Um, I'm really excited about that game. A and M's playing good basketball right now. Yes. Um, have Have they lost in conference play? I don't nope, believe they have. Five, five and zero. Oh. Yeah. So um, very excited about that game because I think that they're a very similar team to us. They're yep. They're not the team. They're not the real flashy team that just pops off the paper, but. But they're a team that competes and they're physical and they play really, really, really tough defense and um, they're they're that they're that kind of team that hangs around and and finds a way to win at the end. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that A uh, and M game and also um, I'm I'm gonna be traveling up to Columbia on Saturday and looking forward to the uh, going to see the Auburn South Carolina game. Hopefully, it's not a close game. I mean, hopefully we win pretty handedly. I hope, but I, I but you got you got to think back. I mean, they could have another game like they did against Kentucky at Rupp. Yeah. I mean, and when that GG Jackson gets going, I mean, he is a dangerous player. Yes. But I, we 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 have got to do everything we can to to really um, not allow him to to beat us. Yes, I I agree with that, and like you said, they they got going at Rupp and. Uh, pulled off the upset, but um, the past few games they have looked awful. Um, just being uh, honest, yeah. um, with losing to Ole Miss by twelve, Ole Miss is one of the worst teams at in, home I in believe. the SEC. Was, um, and it was yeah, it was at home, and then they lost to Texas A and M by forty one at home. Wow. Um, so that was. I mean that so they're I mean they're defeated at home. Um they are they're not very high upon uh upon South Carolina basketball right now. So let's hope to keep it that way. Yeah. Um come come this Saturday. But uh, And I believe we we've had really good luck when we've gone over there, especially the last few times. I know the la- uh I went either the last time we played over there or the time before that and we were able to have about a thirty point victory if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um yeah, we have we have done pretty well um in that arena. So let's hope but we can there's also there's also been bad luck. Um we can't forget Anthony McLemore's injury going down and um but I'll tell you what, I'm not even concerned about the basketball. I'm just looking forward to the Palmetto Pig. Um <laughs> shout out to the Palmetto Pig in Columbia, South Carolina, about a half a mile from the arena. Great, great barbecue place um, for any Auburn fans traveling up that way um, this Saturday. Um, I will be there, and I will enjoy my barbecue, and I hope to see many Auburn fans in, inside the Palmetto Pig. Um, but anyways, I'll, I'll get off my food, my foodie. Uh, but I'm also, I'm also very intrigued by that matchup at the SEC Big 12 Challenge. West Virginia, that which you know we we go to Columbia, then we host the Aggies of Texas A and M uh, before we travel to to West Virginia to to play um, a team that isn't having the best year, but just came off a really really big win, and looking very impressive against a quality TCU team. Yes, um, 
they looked they did look very impressive against TCU, um, winning seventy four to sixty five. But before that, they were on they were on a five game losing streak. So that's true. You, we we just don't know which team's going to show up. We don't up. know which West Virginia team will show up. It could be the team that can defeat the number fourteen team in the country, or it could be the team that lost five in a row. So uh, who knows which team will show up? And um, I'm just um, I'm excited to see that game. Um, but I think, in my opinion, uh, we we really really need um, at least three out of the next four. Um, with South Carolina, A&M, West Virginia, and Georgia. Because after that, it it is not pretty. Ten, at Tennessee, at A&M, versus Alabama. Um, then we end, the, we end the SEC schedule with at Kentucky, at Alabama, versus Tennessee. I mean, that is that, that right there is six very difficult games. Now, thankfully, we have... Three games that are, I'm not going to say not difficult, but are not as difficult um, in between with uh, Missouri versus Missouri at home, at Vanderbilt, and then versus Ole Miss at home. So I feel like if we can get uh, to the seven or eight win mark in the SEC and then win two out of those three that I just mentioned or three out of those three and get to the 11 win mark, um, and then maybe steal one or two from t- Tennessee or Alabama or Kentucky, we'll be in good shape. I agree. Um, and one thing that I, I want to mention that I just noticed uh, looking at the West Virginia game, um, their leading score on the year is Eric Stevenson, um, who, if those of you who know, uh, just transferred from South Carolina, and I believe the last time we played them, he had he had a few choice words to say to the Auburn student section, um, a little bit of chirping. So I'm I'm anxious to see, um, you know, to get to go against him again, even though he's not at South Carolina anymore. Yeah that that will be um, that'll be exciting, and um, I'm looking forward to looking forward to that West Virginia game just to you know get outside the SEC schedule and um, get some get some new opponents um it will be it will be exciting um i'm looking at this eric stevenson and lord he has tra- he's traveled the country he has um, played at wichita state his first two years washington his third year south carolina his fourth year west virginia his fifth year he has been with four different schools in five years so He's uh he's been quite the traveler yeah um over the last five years but anyways we will um that will about do it for this episode of Inside the Jungle unless Jace you have anything else I think that's it well uh, that'll do it um, for this episode um but we will uh, be coming uh, to you again in late January but until then War Eagle War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. 
War Eagles.